Witam from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 16th of May, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's start with hot debates in domestic affairs. The ruling coalition is cracking down. On Wednesday the 10th, the Law and Justice and Sovereign Poland, the ruling coalition, conflicted on a parliamentary proposal. MPs from the Law and Justice wanted to displace four representatives of Sovereign Poland from the Justice Committee in the Parliament. Yet, the majority rejected the proposal since other opposition parties, such as the Civic Platform, supported Sovereign Poland with their votes. On the same news, reporters stated that the parties of the ruling coalition are likely to stand for the elections separately. Analysts said that there is neither trust nor willingness between the parties to have the elections on a joint list. Speaking of the parliament, political parties will think about gender reassignment. On Wednesday, the 11th, the Ordo Irus Institute launched a project to the Parliament that will propose the prohibition of gender reassignment. The initiative came after intense debates about the sexualization of children in the country. The draft proposes that any doctor who performs gender reassignment on teenagers will face three years in prison. The Institute expects that the Law and Justice Party will support the proposal since they are against LGBT plus movements. The minister of the ruling party continues to limit academic freedom. On Wednesday the 10th, Przemysław Czarnek, the Minister of Education, said he was against the academics who supported Professor Barbara Engelking. She criticized the behavior of Poles during World War II towards Jews. Previously, Czarnek stated that he would not fund institutions that cursed the Polish nation. This week, reporters asked him about the reaction of the University of Warsaw to the issue. He said he monitors those kinds of institutions that are against the nation, and he will not fund them. Critics said that this is clearly a restriction on academic freedom in a democratic country. More news on the ruling party. The prime minister expressed his opinions about the death penalty. On Wednesday the 10th, Mateusz Morawiecki, the prime minister, stated that he personally supports the introduction of the death penalty in the country. The statement came after the nationwide condemnation of an eight-year-old child's tragic death after his father tortured him. Morawiecki stated that since Poland has accepted the European Convention on Human Rights, the country cannot introduce the death penalty. Yet the country may choose to leave the convention in the future. Reporters think that this may open a new topic of debate between the EU and Poland. Also, there was another serious debate between the government and the army. On Thursday the 11th, Mariusz Błaszczyk, the Minister of Defense, made a statement at a conference. He blamed the Polish armed forces for not giving the necessary information on a missile that hit Poland in late 2022. Last week, authorities found that a Russian missile dropped on Poland's territory in the city of Bydgoszcz. It turned out that the military already knew about the object, yet they didn't inform the government. On the same news, the commander of the Polish army stated that the country should not show any weakness over the issue. Reporters stated that the disagreement led to a division between the army and the government, as it seemed like the two did not work closely amid the increasing threat from Russia and its invasion of Ukraine. The commander said this debate should not encourage the opponent. Another object entered Polish airspace this Monday. On Monday the 15th, Poland's Territorial Defense Force announced that an object, most probably a hot air balloon, entered Polish airspace from the Belarusian lands. The Polish Defense Ministry stated that the object could be a spy balloon. The army officers started a region-wide search to find where the object would hit the ground. They wanted to find out if anyone was on board the object. Authorities asked people in the region to help identify it. Let's talk about the main rival of the ruling party. On Thursday, the 11th, Donald Tusk, the leader of the main opposition, asked for financial help from Poles. The head of the civic platform stated that the coffers of his party are empty amid the pre-election campaign. His party gets almost $5 million per year as a subsidy from the state. After the calls, his supporters deposited almost $600,000 to the party's bank. Tusk asked for more since the ruling party, his main rival, has way more funds for its campaigns. 
Also, two opposition parties came together against the ruling party and the civic platform. On Tuesday the 16th, two opposition parties officially established a coalition against the ruling party and the main opposition. The center-right Poland 2050 party and the rural-based Polish People's Party, or PSL, officially declared that they have joined forces ahead of the elections. The leaders of both parties emphasized that the alliance offers a third way in addition to the ruling party and the main opposition party. When we come to foreign affairs, the tension between Russia and Poland continues this week in a different form. On Thursday the 11th, reporters stated that Poland would rename a Russian city from Kaliningrad to Krulevets. Kaliningrad is a Russian land without any physical connection with Russia since the city is located between Poland and Belarus. Polish authorities decided to change the name of the city, calling it Krulevets, the Polish version of the city's name. Russia regarded the moves as a hostile act against the country. Poland has also had peaceful talks with its allies. On Friday the 12th, Poland hosted the Weimar Triangle, meeting between Poland, Germany, and France in the Wielkopolski Voivodeship. The three countries created the Weimar Triangle Group in the 1990s to overcome the divisions between Western and Eastern Europe. Three countries' ministers responsible for the EU gathered in the country to discuss the enlargement of the Union. The Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister attended the meeting too, as the discussions also included support initiatives for Ukraine. In unrelated news, on Monday the 15th, a study showed that Poles are returning to the country after the economic growth and improved standards of living. The Sun, a news outlet, reported that the Polish economy has grown in recent years and the country now attracts various investors, including tech giants like Google and Netflix. The study showed that Polish expats from the UK are now returning to the country. Speaking of the economy, on Monday the 15th, institutions announced a couple of good news stories for the Polish economy in the coming months and years. The European Commission raised its growth expectation for the Polish economy to 0.7% for this year and 2.7% for the following year. Also, Statistics Poland, or GUS, declared that yearly inflation had fallen to 14.7% in April. The chief of the central bank said that inflation will fall further in the next few months. We are finishing our stories with a warning about the weather in summer. On Tuesday the 16th, experts announced that the country may experience scary temperatures this summer amid the rising effects of climate change. The Institution of Meteorology and Water Management warned that in summer, the temperatures can go above the average of the previous 30 years. This will create oppressive heat and heat waves that will bother people. An expert said that this is a clear sign that climate change increasingly affects people's lives each year. And that's it for this week. We're just a few people trying to share knowledge with no ads and no screens. Support us so that we can keep doing what we love. Please check out the link in our show notes on how to support us. Do zobaczenia! So